What's up, everyone? Welcome to the fourth episode of the Quarantine Edition, where we interview a diverse amount of people and about their backgrounds to see how COVID-19 and the pandemic has affected and influenced their life as of today. Today, we have a guest who is a comedian out of the Valley of the California, and he shares how his experience has been and how it's been different ever since the whole COVID-19 has come into effect. We have lost a little bit of the beginning of the introduction for his uh, background. His name is... A1. Um, you can look him up and he will share his story and his experience as of now. Hope you guys enjoy the show. You're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast, the best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. Listen to the voices of this generation where we seek to identify values, stimulate discussions, and vocalize the community. What what type of activities did it involve you being, you know, someone who is in the funny entertainment business? Mm-hmm. I mean, the only activities really are writing down whatever jokes you think are funny, writing down your material, practicing it, reviewing it, editing it if you can. And then you go to the open mics, which uh, you could uh, find them on uh, the L.A. Comedy Bureau. Um they show you all the open mics around your area, the co- all that stuff. You go to the open mics, you try out your material, and then um, work on it. If if people like you, they'll come up to you and ask you if you want to be on their show. Um, but also at the same time, don't expect it right away. You got to kind of network. And this is what I was saying earlier, like about how everyone has a, you got to know somebody. You go to these open mics and you make friends with all these comics and people and everything and then building rapport you you, you got to like fill it out to like see if like if this is the right time can i be on your show do you want to put me on your show and vice versa and yeah um also uh i would go on uh and that's something i would do every night too like i would try to go out to open mics and do my material and as well as network because it's a 50 50 thing you can't just have good material and then not network you got it you got to do both um so i would do that about three to four times a week and then on top of that uh whenever i would get good recordings or something like that because you're you always want to record your material to kind of hear yourself what you sound like sure uh, and stuff um but if i had something good enough i would try to edit it and then try to make like a little clip put it on uh, all my social medias and stuff. And then you, you find these people too, uh, you know, you go to Facebook groups, there's tons of Facebook groups, Open Mic Los Angeles, uh, LA Open Mic, stuff like that. And people post in there all the time too. Like uh, you could put, send your video in there and be like, hey guys, I'm open for shows in this month, whatever. On the back end too, people will post that, oh, I'm, doing a show here and I need like a, someone that could do 10 minutes and it has to be clean comedy then like it's like a job you know you submit your okay. resume and, there. and you find these uh these little gigs or little jobs on like the Facebook group or is there a particular website that you're finding them um for the gig spots what's been more successful for me is the Facebook groups um okay. and also Instagram uh, when once you start getting into the whole scene and everything you start finding a whole bunch of new accounts and pages and meeting nice. people and there's a there's a whole other 
wide like world out there for you interesting i've never i i think i don't really know what the comedian world is like so that's why i'm curious what the daily activity was so thanks for sharing that you know yeah, so I'm, man, I'm, absolutely no no you're good you're good you're good i'm glad that you you shared it up because i'm sure you know like being able to be recognized is something that needs traction and you know you need momentum and then you need people to actually notice you and you mentioned it's who you know as well so when that happened uh i guess i wouldn't even say when all this covid 19 happened when it was starting to happen right we saw it from china from different countries as well what was your initial thoughts on it like were you kind of like this like i was kind of dismissive about it but for other people they were actually like you know they, they weren't even aware of it so how, how were you before you even touched us man i was no pun intended um i i was dismissive as hell about it when i first heard about it too because when i first heard about it they were just saying oh like all the symptoms are just like the flu yeah, yeah. i've had the flu about six seven times in my <laughs> life about this right. or anything especially like I mean, we're, we're around the same age. So growing up, like we've already gone through so much shit. Like I was like, if I survive swine flu, if I survive mad cow disease, if I survive all of this, I'm good. But That's I true. was really, really dismissive at, at first too. And I'm like, okay, it's only, it's only trying to kill all the dirty people. I wash my hands. I <laughs> I'm not That's even so worried. True. Yeah. But that I, I did not, I did not at all expect it to turn out like the way it did and like it's a way more serious matter now and yeah no no for sure okay. i mean i'm looking forward to, for it when it cools off and business is back to normal or at least as normal as it can get but um okay cool so when did it actually happen what what was your initial reaction you know especially i remember it was like around march 16 i got a little text and say oh you should call now oh my gosh like um we're cutting down or we're laying people off and i was like huh okay i kind of expected it you know i wasn't as dismissive at, but as it came closer i was more open and skeptical about it you know so what was your reaction i was honestly still dismissive at that point <laughs> um and i'm dude i i don't know if i could say this on here but let's just no, say like I'm, I'm 420 friendly so okay I'll yeah, probably, good. um yeah i'm i'm all into conspiracies and everything oh so for was, sure yeah, I was still kind of dismissive about it in the beginning. I'm like, like I'm looking at it from different angles. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. They they started bringing like the military in uh, to certain places, and it it was to help the food banks. It wasn't like martial law or anything. But, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I I don't trust nobody. So, but no, uh, when it first happened, I, I I was still dismissive, but that was also because I was working too. Yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. Working, now I was like, oh shit, shit's getting real. I don't really <laughs> so when when you started losing your job, what was your uh, I guess reaction? Uh, after that, I was like, oh damn, this is pretty serious. Yeah, I think the time I I, I like started really taking it um, serious was when when I when I was home and my parents would always watch the news and I started mm. seeing all the numbers and everything mm. and how close it was to home. Um, 
And that's when I was like, damn, okay, this is... And then the spike happened, too. When they had that week where the spike was supposed to hit, where yeah. uh, it was supposed to be the worst, that that week, I was like, I was more paranoid <laughs> than oh, everyone shit. in my family. <laughs> I was like, nobody's leaving. <laughs> I feel you, man. Okay, cool. So, um, obviously, you're out of job, and then you don't have the access to going out there for the gigs, right? So, what, yeah. what did you do to make the adjustments? Um comedy wise or lifestyle both everything both everything yeah as far as like money goes like uh and work and all that uh i I went to unemployment that was the first thing i did um and as far as comedy goes it's 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 real hard man because um so there's different facets of comedy you got your stand-up you got sketch you got you know stuff like that okay Um, so all the all the clubs shut down and all all the mics stopped and when that stopped we kind of took like a little bit of a hard hit yeah but they say like through the darkest times like you know that's when like all the laughter comes out and everything that's where you find the best humor so true all the creativity that's what i've been getting for the past couple of weeks recently from other people so i don't hear your thoughts bro right and like comics aren't just gonna sit down i mean half the game of comedy is to stand up you know, so uh, what a lot of people ended up doing, and I've done like one or two or like virtual mics and okay. you know, stand-up shows on Zoom and everything. Yeah. Which is cool. It's great. I've seen it. Um, it's fun. I, I, I recommend everybody going out there and supporting all these comics that are still trying yeah. to like, you know, eat. It's just a lot harder for them than it is for people with like true. regular job shit. Um, um, they don't have a union. <laughs> it's true. Um, but then other comics, which is kind of like uh, where I kind of started to gear myself towards, uh, started going more into like sketch comedy and skit comedy and stuff like that. Okay, so like making your own videos that are more, not in, improv, but more like scripted and, you know, you had to like think about it and put it together, right? Is that what you mean? or? Yeah, yeah, like a loose script kind of, and it's like an actual like scenario playing out rather than me just telling you a story. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like playing out the whole story. Okay, that's cool. A lot of uh, have have you been on TikTok? Yeah, oh, yeah you weren't TikTok yet, right? There's yeah. uh, there's so much potential in that, especially if you're trying to be funny or like you have a, a, a humorous like personality. I think you know there's a lot of potential for it if you just watch enough, and not that I would know because I'm I'm always just curious. But I've seen a lot of creative people in there, you know? So, Dude, 100%. And the great thing I love about TikTok, too, and they should be paying me for saying this because I'm not getting paid for promoting them. But, um, no, uh, the great thing about TikTok, too, is, like, they have all these, like, filters for, like, your background and stuff for, like, like uh, whatever. Yeah. Like, it can be, like, three, I'm, I'm sure everyone's seen them. They're, they're the, the green screen effect. The, they have the green screen effect and they got the ones that like will automatically zoom in on your face and they got ones that are like right. it, it's like you're like in a car and shit it's it's, it's crazy they'll multiply you and everything mm-hmm. um but that and then the fact that you could dub uh your sound or the voice too so you could like lip sync to whatever like you think you could whatever sound bite you want to take and make something funny out of it like mm-hmm. it it and it does it in a way where it's like easy to handle, you know, like it's easy for anybody to do it. Yeah, for sure. That's cool, man. Um, other than that, so you, you're also doing the skit, you're also doing some skits. Um, 
and what was the other one that you said you were mentioning? The sketch, uh, the sketch. So the what, what's that? I don't, I don't think I've heard of that. It, it's, it's. I'm, I think it's like pretty much the same thing as a skits. Uh, so I think sketch might be like a longer form of it. Okay. I think it's kind of like the slang term for sketch. Mm. It was more like for like uh, stuff that only had like remember when Vine was a thing. Mm. And only do like seven seconds or something like, like, I yeah, think like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay, but longer. Cool, that's cool, man. Yeah, I, I could totally see it being something. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of uh, other people, and uh, one of the guys that's really stood out to me that I've been watching more, and if anything, I actually really admire his uh, his own sense of uh, personality and his own authenticity. Gary V, he talks about like this is the best time right now to like brand yourself, you know. So, if oh, dude, I love Gary V. Yeah, so if you make a lot of, like, skits right now, dude, like, and then once this whole thing shows up, you have a lot more of an audience to kind of go to and then possibly increase your um, leverage or sorts of opportunities, you know? So that's essentially what I'm trying to do right now as well. And what I'm trying to um, bring people together too is that there's other groups of people as well. So, but outside of that, I mean, with this that you're doing right now, um, you know, what what have you seen within yourself you know now that you uh have adjusted to these changes or is adjusting to these changes um i man i'm a lot more weirder than i portray myself <laughs> in the world yeah it's only because i'll do things on like uh on tiktok and everything that i'll never do in front of like even my own brother or anything just because like it's different when like you're in person versus when somebody sees you do something over like on the phone. Mm -hmm. So it kind of like gave me like a little bit of like self-realization. It's like, damn, okay. If I'm funny and I'm acting like this when I'm normally embarrassed to, then maybe like if I, maybe I should try to like get past that fear of like really being embarrassed, like really like doing like, like stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To kind of like bring more humor out, like to, to get past all self-conscious. Right. So, so you're saying is that there was a lot of limiting beliefs you had about yourself that you think you you couldn't do, but then doing this now you realize there's a lot more potential for that's, that's, that's pretty dope, man. Yeah. Cause like, I don't want like, if I ever run into anybody like, and like, let's say I meet you for the first time, I don't want you to think like I'm just some like weirdo or anything like that. (laughs) because you know, i'm a i'm a nice guy. i'm i like to think i'm kind of cool or whatever well that, that's the cool thing with like platforms like tiktok is that you can be a different personality and that doesn't mean that you're a weird person because you did that you did that because that's what the platform does and you know that's the behavior that is allowed people to do so in a way if anything people tend to look at you differently more because you do that which i think is interesting you know right. so uh what is besides the skits and the sketches um what what else do you plan to do while all of this is currently happening in quarantine um comedy wise or I, i've honestly been trying like right i think uh, they're all connected bro so when i say you know well i feel like they're all connected you know i mean like in a sense sure you might be affected the way you might change the way you're doing things in your careers but Mm-hmm. overall it's still connected you know so i guess you say it's all together. yeah yeah no that's true because like now it's like i can't write material about like oh being at the gym or like going to work or like going right. to work out or anything like that so it all it all changes to 
what you're doing at home, which for me, most of the time, it's uh, really just like playing video games. Putting them, I got a basketball hoop outside. I still put up shots and okay. stuff and try to work cool. out at home. That's yeah, cool. it's uh, that's, that's pretty much it though. Like I've I've been focusing on that and um, <laughs> uh, and writing like I've been trying to like get some ideas for like web series and stuff to start. Yeah, there's creative. What what part of a uh, what part of a uh, area do you live in? I uh, live in a uh, in Sino, like the in San Fernando Valley. There's a lot of creative people there. A lot more than you. Oh, I want to say than Ventura, because you guys have a lot more people in total. But I'm sure. So here's the thing some... about. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. You good. That's it. So here's like the thing about the valley. The valley got suburbs and hoods like one block behind each other, and like uh-huh. you. You'll know once you get deep into a certain area and everything, but mm-hmm. uh, depending on where you go, yeah, you're gonna see like crazy people and everything too. But then at the same time, you're gonna be seeing like old, rich people and shit. Like yeah, yeah, a block or two away. Exactly. So it's, it's a real. I like to compare the valley to kind of like a toilet bowl. Like the more out to the edges you go, it's like a white porcelain nice and clean. oh shit the deeper it is is more dirtier <laughs> it all, yeah <laughs> okay okay so you just gotta know where the area is at and then where to look at and work with right yeah That's interesting yeah. okay but it's a great place to live though like I, I don't think i would have turned out the person i was if it wasn't for being out here because yeah. the cool thing about it is you know how to interact with all different types of people and shit yeah you know? Oh, like I went to. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go go ahead. I'm actually gonna ask a different question, but go ahead and continue about the. Uh, Yes, like I went to uh, school in Reseda, which is kind of like a like it's it's not ghetto, but it's like it's kind of ghetto and shit. (laughs) I've been there. I I couldn't tell the difference. All I know is the valley was hot as hell, and (laughs) and uh, because I I used to do a door to door uh job, and we would drive around that area. Gosh, brutal. Homeowners were brutal. Yeah, man. yeah, they don't play. Richard, and, we were at the hills too, so <laughs> it was a different. Story. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, I, I know you said you grew, you uh, you mentioned how if you didn't live there, you couldn't have been turning out who you are now. But that led you to the pursuit of trying to be in the comedy entertainment business. What made you decide that that was something you wanted to pursue? Uh, the fact that I failed trying to get into the basketball business and going oh, to that. Yeah. When yeah, when, uh, when did you uh quote unquote fail? Uh I like to think of it as probably my second or third year in college. Okay. My dad tells me that when he came to my J V game and he saw mm-hmm. me make a layup for the other team. Right. Back then he figured like, yeah, you're not going to go. <laughs> so you just decided right on then I'm going to be comedian or I'm, I'm sure there was a process to it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that process is called depression. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, uh, cause like growing up, like I just, all I wanted to like, since like I was like five years old, like all I want to do is play basketball and like, you can see like rest in peace, Kobe, I'm mm-hmm. a huge Laker fan. So, like, my whole childhood, seeing them win the three-peat and then Shaq leaving and then him doing the back-to-back, like, that, like that's all that my life was. Like, that's how mm-hmm. deep I went into it. 
Like I didn't even care about girls or nothing like that. Mm. And all that ended, I, I went through like a real long, like, you know I mean? Like a good long, like, like depressive state where like I started coping with like uh, bad coping mechanisms. Like I started doing like drugs and oh, like stuff like that. Yeah. And then it was after like, one day I was just like, man, like, dude, I'm, and it's not even one day. Like people always say like, oh, one day I just woke up and was like, no, I don't want to do this. Like, no, like there's been like, I was like battling trying to like stop mm. doing no, like, for sure. Stuff. Yeah. Like, cause it, it, it is a battle. Yeah. And, um, when, like I was, I was just sick of it, man. Like I was like, I'm not getting anywhere. My life's not getting any better. Just sitting around hoping for something to happen. Mm-hmm. And, but think back to like, because at the same time too i wasn't into the whole college thing and everything because i was like i don't want to work a desk job where i know i'm gonna be unhappy for five days a week eight hours a day for like 70 years until i could retire so i started thinking back to like well what made me happy as a kid like just like the way basketball did and everything and what what really did it for me was like so in high school Comedy Central would be on my TV more than ESPN would be on. And like every time my friends would come home and everything, they'd be like, damn, you watch, like they had this show called Comedy Central Presents, where it was like all these comics that were up and coming who are big names now, like Nick Swartzen, uh, Joe Coy. Like they were all back, like back then they were all on that. And I would watch that more than I would watch like, you know, like NBA games or anything like that. Like I would only really watch the Laker games. So I thought like, damn, you know what? Like this is, this was really something that I really like, really liked with, that I really liked and like, I really like fucked with and everything. But I just didn't know that, you know, I could see myself doing it. And so I've always liked attention. And then when I just kind of like put two and two together and then I went and I tried it out for the first time, which by the way, Anyone that was there that first night at the Hollywood Improv, thank you so much for laughing. Because looking back, those jokes <laughs> were hot garbage. <laughs> but they knew that it was my first time, so they gave me pity laughs. And because I'm such a like an attention whore, like as soon as I got that, I was like, I'm sold. I'm in. This is what I want to do. That's dope, man. The fact that like I don't want nobody going through the whole like I've been depressed, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. Is I don't want nobody to go through that. So if I can make you escape that mentality, even for like a few minutes, like it's powerful. Hopefully it'll change a mind or something. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that that you're going. You went through that, and now you use that that little gap where you struggled to help people get away from where you were at. And most of the time, you know, that's where our passion comes in. So, um, which brings back to the next question because. You know, I asked that it's because how do you think that affects how you work now with the situation? It seems like you're going to keep on going and, you know, you're going to keep making up content probably. And as well as once all this thing comes back, you can find a way to get back on the show. Right. Um, oh. But other than that, I mean, how do you think your past has probably affected who you are now as a and how you deal with the situation? Oh, I think it uh, it's got as good and it's bad, man. Because one, I have like so many like crazy stories and stuff that like most people probably like. One time, I, I was almost uh, me and my buddies went to TJ one night and everything, and uh, I almost got caught. Like, I almost got stuck there twice. 
and like just doing like certain things like we we've ran into certain situations that uh, if you guys follow me I talk about it all in my stand-up comedy and everything um so it, it gave me good content but on the back end of it though it kind of I feel kind of dumbed me a little bit like I'm not as articulate as I used to be and uh I have trouble sometimes and I, I don't know if this is like a nerve thing or uh maybe because I'm still like you know smoke pot or whatever um <laughs> that has nothing to do I used to smoke weed bro <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's really what it is man but I, I will struggle sometimes with like trying to memorize uh certain bits and stuff yeah, bro, when I'm asking questions, I still have a hard time trying to actually ask what I'm trying to ask <laughs> the questions. <laughs> you know, I mean, dude, I, I, I was born in Philippines and my uh, first born language was Tagalog, you know, so uh, yeah. people would say, oh, your English is so nice. I'm like, dude, you have no idea. I'm trying to practice some stuff. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I mean, for anybody uh, listening, comedians, even, you know, anybody in the entertainment business, uh, do you have any last words? you want to say to them yeah man um don't stop whatever you do just don't you can't stop as humans we're not supposed to stop you're supposed to just keep evolving and especially as comedians there um the world needs you now more than ever because we're all going through everyone's going through hard times everyone's going crazy everyone's upset so this is a chance for like you could like bring some joy to people's lives and even though it's scary just go past it it gets better it gets easier you stop caring and you start using all the negativity as uh as a positive it it, it really does become a tool and you help it out and you don't look at it like that anymore That's and follow true. me at a.w0n yeah i was gonna say where can people find you are you are you is that your instagram or or is that only your instagram uh that's everything uh tiktok twitter instagram facebook all that cool bro awesome man awesome i'm looking forward for the rest of your other content bro i'll be watching while i'm building my own content as well so yeah man uh, let's do a duet or a react video once you get on tiktok you'll know what those terms mean (laughs) yeah react oh yeah actually we could do something like that i I actually have an idea for a podcast but uh it's still kind of putting together i haven't been on like the last three weeks because kind of took a step back from like so uh trying to get into the social media aspect and then just trying to rebrand my brand so right now i'm in the process of it but we'll definitely link up uh other than that uh yeah man thanks for tuning in uh thanks for being on appreciate your time and anybody thanks for everybody listening in uh we'll see you in the next episode for the quarantine edition all right one Peace out, man. Thanks for being on. Thank you, Charles. Appreciate it, man. For sure, bro. Much love, bro. Stay safe. All right.